0: when people are listening they <laughs> yeah. won't be able to see us they'll just hear
1: us right they won't be able to okay. see us because podcasts you have headphones on and your phone's in your yes. pocket unless you're okay. fancy like so Joe no so no one
0: knows that I'm naked right now
1: <laughs> no one knows that you're naked right now but you don't have the helicopter I, around you can sit down that's fine okay fact, I prefer all right. it <laughs> all right let's let's get her going man. all right man Hello, everyone. Welcome to What's Wrong with Nick. I'm Nick, and I've got a guest with me today. Why don't you introduce yourself, man?
0: Uh, my name's Justin.
1: All right, I thought you were going to go with JB.
0: Or JB, you know, whatever.
1: What do you prefer? JB sounds like it can land you in jail. I'll be honest.
0: When I I was working for the airline, I went by JB uh, just because I had the choice or had the chance to to kind of create a fresh new identity, start, a fresh new start for myself. Yeah, I and mean, then yeah. when I joined the when I joined the army, it was just bearded. You know, you didn't have any choice in that.
1: What it was, was just that? Bearded. What was that like? Was it easy to get used to getting called by your last name?
0: Oh yeah, I mean yeah. Yeah. When you when you join the military, you you start a you start as nothing. So
1: yeah, that's the so reason really why didn't, I didn't join. That's the only you really reason. didn't
0: you didn't want to hear your name come out of anybody's mouth (laughs) at the very beginning, because, you know, you're going through basic training and it's, and you just don't, you just want to be invisible as long as you can.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what we're talking about is I think mainly um, military service, just because, you know, I haven't had anyone that's, that's been in the military. Um, What's it called? Yeah, so the reason yeah, the army. The reason why I didn't join at all was because I don't like the way my last name sounds. And so I was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna join because they're gonna say my they're gonna go by my last name. So that was really the the only factor. Had they had like a like a list you could say, like, hey, call me this, then I probably would have joined. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's not a thing.
1: Yeah, I know, but they didn't want me, so I was like, okay, fair enough, you know. Um, so you, when you joined originally, you said you were doing it because it would help you. Uh, this was like, I've known you for a while, it would help you, like, with organization and stuff, like, buckle down type of thing.
0: Well, when I joined the army, I, I had just gotten fired from my dream job
1: the airline, at Southwest Airlines. yeah, no. Not a pilot. No. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said yes. No one would have known.
0: <laughs> no, I I know. I'm not a I'm but, not an uh, exaggerator. Yeah. Uh I was a ramp agent. And I got fired. And that was like for me, that when I was working there, that was where I, that was what I was gonna do for the rest of my life. Dude, you got free flights, man. I
1: know. It's crazy.
0: I know I took it. I took it pretty hard on myself. I was pretty hard on myself when I got fired. So I figured, you know, I had to do something drastic, something yeah. that I
1: something dramatic something that
0: I I always kind of thought that I should do and wanted to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. but I don't. I don't know. Also, something to punish myself
1: because oh, I knew
0: that I knew that I had ruined a great opportunity. So I wanted to...
1: Like dis, someone to discipline you, for you.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But also see, at the same time, see what I could become if I didn't have a choice in the matter. Like if if people were pushing me constantly to fulfill my full potential, what possibly could I could I become? Yeah. And the Army at that time was, or the military in general, was the best way i could see to do that
1: how was it like when you first got in there because i mean you were you got fired for being late constantly right or not showing up
0: yeah it was attendance it was an attendant it was an attendance matter uh basically i was on my last strike and uh I was working back-to-back doubles. I only had one more chance. I was on my last, like, chance.
1: Yeah.
0: Basically. And it was, like, during Thanksgiving or Christmas, the holidays. Dang. And I was working back-to-back doubles, which for that is, like, 16-hour days. Yeah. uh, Doing heavy-ass flights, you know, with a lot of bags. And so you're just going for 16 hours a day. And you go home and you sleep, and you come back in like yep. five or six hours. And I just overslept through my alarm, and uh, and that was it. Damn,
1: that but, sucks. So how did well, was it? Re- go ahead.
0: Well, I was just gonna say that 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 is not the reason that I lost my job. The reason I lost my job is because I had I had points to. That, the only reason that was my last strike was because I had been partying a lot and, like, being late on purpose and not caring and taking advantage of the great job that I had. So I don't want people to think that I'm just, like, making excuses or whatever. Like, right. it was definitely my my Yeah, you, you had already
1: girl. racked up points against you, right?
0: Exactly. Yes, yes.
1: So how was that? Because in the Army, you can't do that, right? Like, you can't just... Say ask ah, for it. No. I'm not no, I'm not showing up today. We'll call in. Yeah,
0: no. So no, how yeah, was, you can't do that.
1: How was that? How was that? Was that hard?
0: After that day, I've never been late to anything in my entire life.
1: Oh, for real? And
0: that was over five years ago.
1: Dang. Yes. I used I to not, not be late and then I got married. And now I'm late all the time.
0: Well, if I'm if I'm late because of <laughs> if I'm late because of my <laughs> wife <laughs> Then I can blame it on my wife.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the kid.
0: I don't it's, you know, I'll do everything I can to to get us going, but
1: but I mean like You can only do so much.
0: For for work, for work purposes or in the army or whatever, you know. Yeah. I uh I've never been late Yeah. again after that. But
1: Man, did it take was it hard to it wasn't hard then to adjust? Like you just got in there and just did what you needed to do?
0: No, it's I mean when you're talking when you're talking about like the transition from being a civilian to being a soldier you have you know like 21 weeks or however long of basic training
1: yeah
0: uh yeah. and you don't there's no there's no sleeping in you know you're yeah. in a room with yeah. a bunch of dudes and you all get up at the same time and if you but like, there's just no everybody's does the same thing yeah. for a very long period of time. And it's like breaking down. It really, it literally, and the drill sergeants tell you this, like we, our job is to tear you down at your, at your foundation. Yeah. Strip, strip the person who is a civilian, strip it all away. And that can include, um, Physical correction, which is like doing exercises and stuff working it can include, you know, uh, public humiliation or just like calling you out in front of your peers or just really just doing anything to fuck with you and make you feel like shit. And you don't want to be the person that causes their peers to have to do extra work or extra exercises. So you really just do your best to
1: not stand out
0: every to do everything correctly yeah Yeah.
1: don't
0: just just be and 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 i actually made it the entire cycle of my basic training which i can't remember i think it was like anywhere from 18 to 20 something weeks i don't know it was was a few months i don't know if my math is right on that but (laughs) uh, you don't have your phone or anything so you just kind of wake up and go day to day
1: how do you guys how do you have an alarm if you don't have a phone
0: Well, you're allowed to have a watch or you're actually supposed to have a watch. You have to have a watch, but there's someone that's awake 24 hours, like all throughout the night. So when you, when everybody goes to sleep, it's called a fire guard and you take shifts throughout the night. Somebody has to be awake at all times. So like I might be awake for, so everybody goes to sleep in the barracks building or whatever and I'll be at the desk for two hours, and then I'll wake up the next guy who's on the roster. He'll re- he'll relieve me. Uh, he'll be awake for two hours. So the person who's on the fire guard in the morning, when it's time to wake up, he's responsible for making sure that everybody wakes up. And then once mm-hmm. people are awake, it's up to everybody to make sure that. Everybody in that platoon wakes up on time. Otherwise, that whole platoon is going to get fucking annihilated.
1: Yeah. Um, so. How do you. Okay. So I, I have trouble sleeping as it is, right? Like, I, I just have trouble. I can't fall asleep. Does anyone struggle with that there? Because I can't. If I, I imagine if I got woken up for a two-hour fire guard, I would be like, you know what? Let me just finish out the rest of the night. I'll just I'll just stay awake because I'm probably not gonna go back to sleep.
0: I mean, if you wanted to do that, then I'm sure that your platoon would be very appreciative of that. But at the same time, at six in the morning or five thirty in the morning, I mean, you're gonna be going all day yeah. from the time you get up and make your bed until the time you go to sleep. There's no there's no time to relax. You
1: just don't get nap time
0: there's no nap time no on sundays on sundays, <laughs>
1: sundays there is
0: if you if you choose not to go to church or if you choose you know and then later in the cycle also there becomes less responsibilities but and when you're in the military well and I don't want to speak for every job in the military i can only speak for army Infantry.
1: Um, that was your job.
0: That was my job. But when you're in that position, you really, really, and not even in basic training, but also throughout your time, your career, throughout your time in the army as an infantryman, you really just learn how to sleep whenever you can. So that's why when, like, when my wife was pregnant and she was about to be, she was about to give birth she was worried about staying up and stuff with the kid or whatever. And I'm just like, dude, I'll, I'm not worried about it because I'll just, I'll sleep when I can. Like yeah. when I, when it's time, when I have a, when I have an opportunity to sleep, I can go to sleep and sleep. And now that, you know, I was in for five years and now I'm out and it's like, well, now I want to go to sleep when I want to go to sleep. But at first it's like, you have so much to do in the basic training process constantly it's like okay we don't have anything to do it doesn't matter if it's 11 o'clock in the morning or one in the afternoon if i don't have anything to do if i have the opportunity to sleep i'm going to go to sleep as long as i can
1: oh is that that what you did in your free time slept Mm -hmm. did you you could sleep or you could write letters yeah did you did you get good at just falling asleep fast or were you always just naturally falling asleep fast
0: um at the beginning of my military experience, I could fall asleep fast, and throughout it, I mean, it just depends on the situation. If we're training in the field, you know, we could be out training for weeks. Yeah. And you know, as a as a mortarman, uh, you have to be ready to shoot fire missions any hour of the day. Okay, any wait,
1: hour. hold on, because they're using words I don't understand. So you're in the infantry. That was your job. My, can you my, get more specific? Yes. What's a, a mortarman? I'm guessing because I play video games. It's that thing that sits like at an angle, and you put a grenade yes. in it shoots it out.
0: So, if you're when you when you sign up uh, to be an infantryman, you you go in as 11x ray, right? When you go, when you get to a certain point of your basic training process, they basically separate everybody. So there could be like 500 guys in a room and they separate you down the middle and say, this side of the room, you're 11 Bravo, this side of the room, you're 11 Charlie. 11 Bravo is basically your main job is a rifleman and 11 Charlie is. Your main job is a mortarman and what the mortarmen do is they support the riflemen or the battalion or the company with they support them with explosives like so mortars are they're high angle bombs, which means they go straight up in the air and then they fall down, on the target that you select and they explode.
1: How high tech are those now? Cause like the ones that I have in my head, they're the ones from video games where you're kind of just eyeballing it, you drop it when it goes in, I think it hits, it hits the pin, the firing pin, which is what launches it out. Is it, is it still, or is it now more like, if you're not trained on how to use it, you're probably going to die kind of thing. Or you're not going to be, it's not going to function. Hold on. Although I did see a video of a guy in tr- basic training, put it down, and I, he didn't move his hand away. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That, when did you see that video? Uh, that wasn't that long ago. Maybe like a month ago, Tops. Okay. But it, I, think,
0: I think that I have that video on my phone. I, I'm not sure where you got that video but if it's the video that that I know about then it was one of my it was one of my buddies who I served with in my first contract at my first duty station was the guy that was loaded it no no they were you know I don't want to get I don't <laughs> want to get you.
1: <laughs> yeah but
0: that can hap- that can happen if you don't so what was your original question I'm sorry, I was taking oh. my
1: dipper. Oh, uh, my original question was, is it, is it still kind of low tech to use those things or is it a little more advanced now? Like, ha- like precision, how do you know where it's going and all that?
0: Buddy, there's a, it's very complicated stuff. It's very, so the, the, the ironic, the irony of being a mortarman is is like 98% of the people who join the infantry, join the infantry because they don't wanna do math. They don't want to do science. They don't want to do shit, but squeeze a trigger and kill the enemy of the United States. That's all they fucking want to do. Okay. Am I allowed to cuss on your show?
1: I don't know. I haven't asked.
0: Okay. Well, that's all. That's all the fuck they want to do is just squeeze a trigger. They want to kick doors and shoot people. So the irony is when you get selected to be a mortarman against your will, you have no option.
1: You can't switch slots with someone else. Be like, Kevin, you want to switch?
0: No. Now, as a mortarman, you're still an infantryman. So you, so you have to learn the job of a rifleman. You have to learn every single weapon,
1: how to yeah. take it
0: apart, how to put it back together, how to clean it, how to correct a malfunction. You have to learn, you know, battle drills and clearing buildings, and all of this, all this stuff. Uh, but your main job is to support the company, the battalion, support those soldiers. Uh, from a distance. So there might be a village and they want you to hit it maybe. And just for an example, just like level this, Hey, level this bunker. It's like fucking destroy it, level it, annihilate it. And then, and then our, our riflemen will go through, they'll clear it with M4s, machine guns, whatever. Um, But the job of actually figuring out, you know, getting a call, and you get a grid of where the target is and how to hit that target with your weapons from far away there's actually a fuck ton of math that goes into it and it's very 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 complex and complicated yeah that is the fucking irony of being a mortarman <laughs> do y'all do you-
1: that math or is that done for you
0: it's it's like a chain of it's like a chain of command kind of thing so you know you that job wouldn't go to a private but okay. when you're a private you're you just kind of when you're a private you're an ammo bear you just you pack the rounds and then you're an assistant gunner and now you're giving the rounds or you're you're feeding the rounds down the tube of the mortar uh and then you're a gunner to where you're to where you're manipulating the site which is uh it's in mills and you're manipulating this thing and then you're the squad leader. And then after the squad leader, you're the section sergeant. And as, as an E six, E five, E six, you start to learn like how to take this 10 digit grid and then put it on this thing that's called a plotting board and decipher what does that translate to in mills and how, where do my guns of, so you have a four gun section where do the where do these four cannons need to be exactly on the right mills to so it, land this bomb? So it, it's if, very it's very complex.
1: But the, by that point, that guy's already been doing that for a while, then right? By the time he's trying to figure out, he's, he's got experience. He's
0: trained on. It. He's trained on it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I had to take a quick pee break. Um, we were talking about mortars, and you're saying it's not simple. What? Why would make? What would make the person do the thing? And then not move their hand out the way. Um, just lack of
0: training. I mean, when you're from from the very beginning of training as a mortarman, you're taught to you drop the round in a certain way, and as soon as you as soon as you drop it down the tube, it's called splitting the tube where your hands. Opens. People can't see me, but yeah, your hands. Uh, you. They come over the tube. You drop the round down the tube. And as soon as you let it go, your hands go down both sides of the tube. And whoever whoever was doing this, uh, they just didn't move their hands. And it doesn't take but a second and a half or two seconds before that, that round uh, goes, It goes down the tube. It hits the firing pin. And it gets ejected out of the tube at a very, very fast rate. And if it's the video, I don't want to talk too much about it, but if it's the one, which is weird if you saw it, but if it's the one that I'm thinking of... Um, Why is it weird if I saw it? Because I don't know how you... Do you know a lot of people who are who are mortarmen, Or no, do you follow...
1: But I mean... Like if someone has a video of something, it's gonna get out there.
0: Okay. I don't know if it's viral or not. I I mean I've been off Instagram. I've been off all social media all year until yeah. recently when I when I reached out to you. Why'd um, you get
1: back on social media? That was a mistake.
0: So yeah. Well, no, I so <laughs> I gave I gave up. So the only social media platform I had was Instagram. And this past New Year's Eve. So, like almost a year ago, I decided I was going to get off of it because the advertising was way too in touch with what I, <laughs> I was. I was,
1: I, you too spending,
0: well. I was spending a lot of money, and um, I just I don't know, and and I felt myself posting things about my life just to kind of validate like the more oh, the more likes i get on this picture yeah. that yeah. must mean that that must mean that you know in the eyes of my peers or the people that i grew up
1: with i'm worth that oh, many likes
0: I'm, I'm doing good you know like yeah. i'm doing good but anybody can anybody can make their life look a certain way on social media especially on instagram and and it was just it just seemed kind of foolish to you know the only person that needs to validate if I'm doing good or not is me and the, and my family, my wife, my daughter, you know, if they're being taken care of. Um, but I just got out of the army recently and, and I've, I've got like two months to where I'm on, where I'm between (laughs) jobs. I'm about to start school. Uh, excuse me. And I just found myself kind of, kind of wanted to check in on everybody like not everybody but a select few people that i lost touch with that i only was in touch with via instagram i wanted to see how they were doing and also you know my daughter's getting older and i want to share she's doing a lot more than just fucking drooling and shitting herself
1: (laughs) you talking about my daughter now (laughs) let me tell you sir (laughs) she does a lot of stuff all right she grabs my shirt it gets gets cool though (laughs) She She's grabbed my shirt doing, the other day, man. She hadn't done that before. She grabbed it? She, yeah, she grabbed like my shirt with her little hands.
0: It gets it gets better. It gets way better, dude. They I mean they get so smart. My daughter's 14 or 15 months or something like that. And she that, that means
1: a year for the rest of you that aren't parents. She's yeah, just shirts. over
0: just over a year. Just over a year. Yeah. Uh I'm bad about keeping track of the months, but She's just doing so much cool stuff. And I wanted to share that with people not to not to validate, you know, if I'm doing good in life or not, but just to share the people with the people
1: that want that I,
0: that I love. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, dude, look, look at this fucking awesome thing that that I made that me and my wife made. And she's we kept her alive for yeah. a year
1: Dude, because that's terrifying. <laughs> dude, it the is. The first
0: time, the first time you're a parent, dude, it's it's terrifying. You, when, you, when that baby first comes out, you look at you look at 12 months as like, oh my God, are we gonna make it to 12 months? Like are we, <laughs> we gonna be able to keep this thing alive, alive for that long? And when you do, it's like you just want to share it with people. Yeah. So and I was I was skeptical at first of like putting I didn't think it was fair to my daughter to the to the person that she's going to be in the future to just be constantly putting pictures of her on the internet for everybody to see and I was also kind of worried about it like yeah. you know when nowadays when your kid there. is when your kid is born they're born their their whole life is is put on blast for the entire internet yeah you know there's pictures of her birth there's pictures of everything everything from their birth moving forward is recorded and photographed and blasted online and I just didn't know and also I was always before I was a parent I was always like annoyed at people that only posted pictures of their kids yeah well now I'm like that's the only thing that matters in my life so I want to post pictures and you know it I don't know i
1: I get, I, guess, I get right now. I have both sentiments. Um, yeah, it's I, weird. Get, it's weird. I get annoyed with people that only post pictures of their kids. Like I don't want to see, I saw, I know what your kid looks like, like I get it. Um, but the pictures aren't yeah. interesting, but I, I still kind of want to post pictures of my kid, but I don't think I have, I don't, I'm probably not going to, I'll send them to family members. Um, you I'll say like, that, I mean, I said that and you yeah. say that and but
0: it's dude. When they start, when they start turning into a fucking human being,
1: dude, they, they are start like, human being. They <laughs> look,
0: No, they're babies. They're babies. Yeah. Okay, they're babies, and without us, they wouldn't be able to survive.
1: Well, but they when can't they start survive showing until signs, fifteen probably.
0: Yeah, when they start showing signs of like, oh, I can, I can find food and put it in my mouth and eat it. Yeah, and you're like, dude, that's so cool. Like you, you're, you're a living thing. Like you can you can do things and you're figuring things out and then you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't I have enough
1: <laughs> guns. I have
0: enough guns in this house. Like do just, I'm just going to do my job as a, as a dad to protect my daughter. But at the same time, like, I just can't keep this cuteness to myself.
1: Yeah. No, that, that, that struggle yeah. I get that, uh, you gotta tell someone how cute your baby is. Um, so far I've been doing a pretty good job at not showing anyone like, my sister has this thing to where she'll be like, "Oh, look." As soon as she sees me and then shows me like pictures. And so I've been good at not doing that unless someone says, "Hey, can I see a picture?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I'll show you a picture." But I'm not yeah. going to I'm not going to be the one to to bring it. Yeah. Um so you didn't go going back to your military thing. You didn't go you wanted to go overseas somewhere. I
0: I mean I can't speak for every person that joins the military. And I would say that most people that join the infantry, they don't have any interest in what they're going to do after the military, because there's not a lot of training. There's not a lot of real world training that you get when you're in the infantry. Um, And that's a problem for a lot of infantrymen when they get out. But When you're going in, it's just, you just want to, that is the job. If you, if you want to, uh, I mean, not to be crass, but you just, you want to, you want to kill, you want to destroy the enemies of the country.
1: Yeah. Uh, Commies.
0: Yeah. And for me, when I was, I just got fired from my job, from my dream job. (laughs) You, You had all that anger. I just got fired from my job. I, I, to me, it was, you know, I didn't care about what I was going to do after the fact. I just, I, I wanted to, I wanted to suffer, and I wanted to see what my body could withstand. I wanted to see what I could withstand mentally, and I wanted to see what I could do with a weapon. And I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to put some rounds into some things. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Uh, so some what people. You-
1: how come you Go didn't ahead. get how come you didn't get deployed? How does that work? Because I thought we had soldiers everywhere. It's it depends on what unit
0: you're in. Uh I went to Fort Lewis, Washington. And the unit that I went to, they they were blacklisted from deploying because of some things that their soldiers had done in the past while on deployment. Um
1: what? They they so they hold have on. Some, if they had some guys, if your platoon gets deployed. Well, your they,
0: platoon, your platoon doesn't get deployed, your your brigade okay. is what gets
1: So dead. if your brigade gets deployed and then they have some cockfights and start making bets and then they get the punishment is you don't get deployed, which means you get to stay home.
0: They had the brigade the division that i was in had a few instances where soldiers went kind of rogue on deployment and uh hurt civilians so that resulted in but why does that blacklist you when you just got there i don't that so the unit that i went to was designated as a training as a training unit. um, So we always had a lot, we were training a lot. We were in the field a lot. We did a lot of training. We would go out for a month, come back for a month, go out for a month, come back for a month. And that was my life as a private for, for a couple of years. Um, But there was always a lot of generals, high ranking people around. And I think it was my understanding that that, that that unit was designated as kind of a training setting the training standard or setting the standard for for training
1: operations for everyone for the, rest,
0: for the rest of the military because our unit had so many bad Apples. instances yeah. with with civilians downrange which downrange is just another term for on deployment or in a oh, battle great. battle zone
1: the place you don't want to be because that's where the bullets are going.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when I went to when I came to Fort Carson in Colorado, I came thinking that I was going to be deployed, but you know we're, I mean we are at the tail end of of all this. I think
1: of you what know? of Ukraine.
0: No, no of of oh. the Middle East.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And I think... our
0: and our leaders our leaders tried to pull out earlier the pullout you know how it works this year yeah it didn't work they pulled out too fast but excuse me
1: which is weird because normally the problem is you pull out too slow
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that wasn't that wasn't the case this time but however whatever the facts i mean at fort carson there's three brigades and I was, the brigade I
1: was in just didn't go. <laughs> Dude, I'm starting to think you're the one that's blacklisted, and they just do want to send you anywhere. They're like, yeah. look, we can't, we can't let this guy go anywhere. They um, knew, they knew I was going to be a problem. We're going to go back, and the whole place is going to be leveled. They saw how,
0: <laughs> they saw how many times I've watched the a <laughs> Yeah, on my yeah. browser history, but yeah. But no, it's it's really no there's really nothing you can do. I mean, there's there's units you can request to go to
1: that are very high speed and deploy. Do you Uh, still do you still have that desire to be deployed even though you you have you're married and have a child now? Um, if if so I'm so when you get out of the
0: when you when you finish your active duty contract, you still have to serve like a certain amount of years in the reserve duty. Um, if like world war three popped off or if, you know, my unit got called up to go to war, if we went to war with anybody, if we went to war with Russia, which is right now what it's looking like, I would, I would try to go.
1: You would try, you would actively, you would make an attempt to go.
0: Yes. Why is that? As Why is that? Yeah. As it stands, I... The only thing I'm getting from the I mean, well, I don't want to I don't want to downplay the last five years of my life. I made a lot of good friends that I'll never forget and had and I had some really good training, but uh and different soldiers will have or different veterans will have different views on it. But I in my eyes, I never really got the chance to to squeeze the trigger in the name of my country or, or to you know, to to suffer in the name of my country and, and to serve. Uh so right now I mean I'm getting my school, my college paid for, and that's awesome. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the past five years if it means I get free college, you know, and and AMP license and a associate's degree, whatever sets me up for a good job for my family. But at the same time, if I had the opportunity to go back or go overseas and, and actually defend the country, then, well, then wouldn't you take... be
1: going overseas to defend their country? Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, would you still feel the same about that? Cause that's what, that's where I would be like, uh, like, I like, I like the Ukrainians at all, but I, I have a kid yeah. that I like a little bit more. So, you know, good luck with that, guys. That's not my fight kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and it would be hard, I think, uh be very hard for me to leave her and I still can't even say for sure if I would if I would be able to, but
1: cuz there's a the difference been, between I've
0: yeah. never been one to to really get down to the nitty-gritty of of why we why we are where we are. Um when you When you are a soldier, you you realize or you're taught that you're not really fighting for your country or your family or anybody other than the person to the left of you and to the right of you. Yeah. So I think if if shit was really to pop off hardcore and I was to go to go overseas, it would be for for the people for my brothers and sisters who are still uh now, still
1: you're serving. saying you're saying like cuz there's two there's two different scenarios right and one is where they they tell you hey you're going the other one is when they're just like they don't ask you but you're you're able to go tell them like hey I want to go
0: no um so right now I'm on I'm on terminal leave which means so for at the end of your last contract when you're exiting the military you can take all of your leave days all of your vacation time that you've saved up you can take it all at one time so and that's to set you up for success so you can you can exit the military and you can have like 2 months to get yourself established while you're still drawing a paycheck okay, okay. but you're still active duty so what i'm saying is right now right i'm still active duty if world war 3 was to pop off or if someone was to attack the yeah. united states for instance then i would i would probably report back to my unit and yeah. i would say i want to reenlist uh i would want to you know cuz right now i can still reenlist it's not too late
1: yeah um
0: but after my active duty time is over then I still have to serve like two or three years of reserve time, to where basically that's just saying you're out, but you're not all the way out. Yeah. And if world war three were to pop off before we start drafting people, we're going to call all these people up who are out, but not all the way out who yeah. are out of the military, but not out of their reserve time. And I would get called back probably gotcha. I would think. And say, and they would say, "Hey, we need to report."
1: <laughs> they probably and wouldn't would... call you. They'd call everyone else but you. They'd be like, "Yeah, never mind, uh, dude. You can stay here. We've seen your watch list." <laughs> no, but um, uh, <laughs> what? Oh crap! Oh, so I've seen reports. I don't know if this is true. But you might have a better insight on this. That the U.S. military is getting soft. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, it it was. He's making faces. yes. I I I do <laughs> I do have thoughts. You want you we can come back to that question uh in a couple of months, but um, dude, have you? This is a, just way off topic. Do you know what the Oculus Quest is? No, I never heard of that. Okay, it's hold on. It's this thing which is VR headset. That's what
0: I that's what I was going to actually ask, but I didn't want to sound stupid.
1: You should get one, man. Why? It's super fun. There's a game on there. It's a military simulation called Onward. Uh-huh. It's freaking crazy awesome. And if you can clear rooms, uh I'd like you on my team every now and then. A lot of these guys, cause like in most games you can just run and gun, you get shot and like you have a shield so you can just turn around and start shooting back. And this yeah. one, you can get shot maybe once in the chest. You're not getting mm-hmm. shot more than once. The second one's taking you down. So it makes it a little bit harder. You have to be more tactical with it. Uh, and it actually looks cool. When I first got out there, it was gonna look like when you have the phone that you put on the cardboard. No, it looks great. Like it looks, looks great.
0: I've never. uh, uh, I'm not a video game person.
1: Yeah, but you wanted to. You wanted to play some rounds down the range. That's well,
0: yeah. um... I wanted to do real life.
1: (laughs) That's as close as you can get. Yeah. Okay. World. uh, Civil war breaks out. Do you Uh do you see that happening? Who do you think? What do you think happens with uh, military? How does that work?
0: So when I was stationed in Washington, uh, and the the riots were happening after the George Floyd stuff, and
1: yeah. I know that they useful. were, right?
0: They were they were deploying National Guard. I can't remember what state it was in. It might have been Washington. It, I don't know. I don't really remember. I know the National Guard was being deployed to some states, and yeah. that was a real question. That we had to ask ourselves, like, not just me, but like, that was a question among fellow, you know, soldiers was, if your country deploys you against your own brothers and sisters inside the States, would you, and you had to take, you had to take force against them, like fatal force against them, could you do it? And uh, that was a, that was a conversation for a while. Yeah. I definitely think I definitely think that it will happen in our lifetime. Yeah. Uh yeah, luckily I think by the time it happens I will not be a part of the United States military. So I will not be obligated to serve the US government.
1: So yeah.
0: I'll be able my main focus will be protecting my family
1: and I can give a fuck about anybody else. But do you think that people that Cause I'm trying like, I don't know. Cause I'm not in that situation, but I'm trying to imagine if I was in your position, let's say, and then civil war breaks <laughs> out tomorrow and they want me to go report if it's bad enough, chances are, I'm not going to go. Cause I'm watching out for them first, like, or who your family. Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't think that if civil war broke out. That they would automatically start drafting people. I think they would, I think it would be a very kind of slower process of like the National Guard would be deployed. And if the National Guard started engaging civilians, then there would be a lot more riots and the country would just kind of fall into a big uh, division like in the original Civil War. Um, And a lot of soldiers would have a lot of choices to make. You know, do I, I made an obligation or I raised my hand and signed a fucking paper and swore an oath to the United States. But now the United States wants me to put down enemies that are, you know, domestic. When you say against enemies, foreign and domestic, you're swearing not only against foreign enemies, but against domestic enemies. But those enemies could be your fucking neighbor. You know, you don't know. Um, And they could be fighting for something that you believe is that is worth fighting for. And then if you go AWOL, I mean, every member of the Confederacy in the Civil War was an enemy of the United States. So any person that deserts the army or deserts the military or goes against the National Guard or whoever, if there is another Civil War, is going to be enemies even if you're just protecting your family, right? You're you're going to be an enemy of the United yeah. States.
1: Not, basically, y'all automatically took a side. Um, yeah. So what's funny is a lot of people think that if there's a new civil war, the center of the country would automatically win because more weapons or firearms uh, per citizen. And I've uh, never heard
0: that before, but that's an interesting perspective. I've never thought about that.
1: Yeah the The issue with that theory is I don't doubt it though well here's the here's why it could get a little trickier is now you have the country's fighting within itself right um now you have places like China and Russia sending weapons to the u s to aid their side but they would most likely send it to both sides so now the unarmed Californians, although untrained will have a firearm and uavs Which makes it a little, I mean, it could be a little more interesting than just in a a week, all that war, and then the conservatives take over.
0: Yeah, that would, uh, that'd be a real shitty situation. Um, When I always think about shit like that happening, I always think about protecting my family, but. Where would you go? I haven't haven't really given much thought to uh, if if I believed in one part of the United States and decided to like join the rebellion. Yeah. I haven't thought about that, you know, and that's crazy because, because people had to make that decision, you know, and I'm not advocating slavery by any means, but there there was a half, there was a half of the fucking United States that believed in an ideal so strongly that, they didn't care about protecting their families. They they wanted to protect that entire Southern way of life. Yeah, and They but, joined the war.
1: But those guys, it was 5% of them. I think it was 5% of the South were slave owners. Everyone else was just there. What I'm yeah. guessing is most, I mean, those slave owners are wealthy. So they either offered to pay or offered them stuff and said, come join my army. We'll, we'll offer you all these benefits and we'll let you kill some people. And they were like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. Cause, uh, 5% is not a lot. It's not a lot of people.
0: I don't know, man. I don't think anybody wanted to be, that was like one of the bloodiest wars in the world. Yeah. I didn't, I don't, I wouldn't think that anybody would,
1: would do it for money. Well, people have done a lot less but- for have have done I, more, worse for a lot less if i
0: if i if i could go back to high school or if i could go to college like because the college i'm about to go to is like a technical school for for airplane maintenance but if i went to like an actual college or whatever i think it'd be really i would love to study more of like what happened with the civil war and how to oh yeah like understand how how everything like just got started with that because I really yeah. don't know. There's really not a lot to know about it. I mean, because once you, it comes up, once the subject comes up, people just say, "Oh, half wanted slaves and half did." And I think yeah. there's
1: a lot more to it. Than that. Well, it was also states' rights, right? It was like, why does federal government get to decide what the state yeah, can do? Um, exactly. Which I think was, and I can see that. That's
0: progress. what I said. I can see that happening again. States' rights with the whole with the whole. With guns, you know, with magazines. All the beautiful places in the country have the worst fucking gun laws.
1: No, they don't. The Texas North is beautiful. Great gun laws. Texas Oklahoma is, is, is beautiful. Texas is flat laws.
0: and dry. is beautiful.
1: Great gun hot. laws. Listen, just because you no. don't appreciate the beauty in Texas.
0: Because I've been to actual beautiful places.
1: No, you haven't. You're in Colorado. Calm down. You uh, got. Oh my God. You want- I'm at the foot. I am outside of the, the you, Rocky Mountains. Yeah, at the foothills of bombs sleeping on the street. Calm down. Okay. You're not living. You're not living out in the in a log cabin somewhere. If you were, I'd be like, hey, yeah, you know what? That is pretty nice. But you're not. You walk outside and there's crap, human crap on the sidewalk.
0: There's not Disney in downtown maybe. Denver. Maybe <laughs> not
1: where at, now you're saying maybe. No. I can
0: I can I can drive an hour and do any fucking thing I want. <laughs>
1: Uh, drive an go hour ride
0: some go ride some rapids or go rock climbing or fucking man climbing. I, I can walk oh, outside with climbing? a concealed handgun
1: and not you can break walk out wall. you can walk outside
0: <laughs> and sweat your nuts off on christmas
1: I, I can walk outside with a concealed handgun and not get arrested and yeah, you can see about, in every direction, 20 like. miles. <laughs> that's right. Okay. So that way, well, my that's, my, the, point. My, bird nest can that's work. my point.
0: States states <laughs> rights, the magazine laws. So I want to I want to move back to Washington. I loved Washington State. I love the Pacific Northwest. I think it's the most beautiful place in the country. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not willing to debate that. But my I say that to say that their gun laws are the same now they're getting the same as as New England, Massachusetts whatever where just for having a magazine in your house that holds more than 10 rounds, you're looking at jail time. Dang. That's fucking
1: ridiculous. Dude, I don't think I have a magazine that holds less than 10 rounds. Yeah. Oh man.
0: So that so that that state's rights things. I I can see I can see that shit fucking sparking up, man, before yeah. Or me and you, but you think it'd be over gun rights? I do. I think it's going to be over gun rights, or I think it's going to be over uh, health shit, like uh, vaccinations, or I think it's going to be over race.
1: Yeah, I can see. I can see the other two over. I don't think gun rights is going to be the thing because that's a lot. In order for the country to do to get rid of guns, it would have to go into every gun owner's house at once because the moment the moment people in uh, I don't know Idaho find out that Oklahoma just got raided by the ATF um, the rest of the country is just not I mean they're going to be ready right so it'd have to be like an all that sweep at once so I don't see that happening I don't see it making that attempt but health or uh, race I can see that I can see that playing out probably a little yeah. bit faster uh, what do you think happens first, World War Three or Civil War? World War Three. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'm not, and I'm not. Listen to the people listening to this. I'm not a, I don't do a lot of research on shit. Okay, <laughs> I just listen to other podcasts, and I like, I enjoy some Joe Rogan. Yeah.
1: If you
0: haven't already go listen to Joe Rogan and Tulsi Gabbard, their newest episode. She was, uh, she, I think she was like the governor of Hawaii or something, yeah. but she's very high she's up there man. in the political, yeah, and she's attractive. I think if if she runs for president, that'll be I'd, the first time I vote I'd for vote. the president. Yes. Yeah. Um. But did apparently, no, I did not. Apparently, no. we are dangerously close to some crazy shit happening, World War III. Uh. So I think I don't know. I think World War III will happen before a civil war. Either yeah. way, it's going to be. Either way, we're going to lose a lot of people because if the United States goes to war with Russia, I think ultimately we will win, but a lot of fucking people will die. Yeah. Because we haven't fought a conventional army in a very long time. We've been fighting the fucking Taliban, who don't even have night vision. They just throw rocks in the middle of the night like
1: yeah well they have, they they have it now <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have it now we gave them a lot of stuff that I can't legally own which is messed up I don't see why I can't own some of that but um what's it called yeah I see I see uh, world War 3 coming out soon do you got do you have a uh, do you post any stuff like where people can follow you?
0: Not really. I'm on Instagram, but like I said, that's just family and stuff. Family, yeah. Family and friends.
1: Yeah. Um, and I'd like I'd like to have you back on the show at some point.
0: Yeah, I'll be back on.
1: Sweet. Next time uh, Sweet. let's get a little tipsy. How do you know I'm not tipsy already? Because I'm looking at you. I have the camera on. They can't see you, but I can see you. Mm-hmm. Huh? You don't
0: know what I've had. You don't know what I've had to drink today. I'm on vacation, son.
1: <laughs> you you got to pick up your daughter from school. Daycare. Uh, <laughs> daycare.
0: Are we wrapping it up?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to. Are you, or are you still good on time? I mean,
0: I've got like 30 minutes.
1: Yeah, I was just that way because, huh? If you want to keep going, it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, let's keep going. Let me. Um. Hey, next. time. Do what?
0: Next time we next time we do this, I want to do it with Trevor. Can we do like a three way?
1: Heck yeah, man! Let's try it. Let's try and do like a or let's try it with Skype. Um, so we're back. Okay. Sorry, this this I'm gonna have to figure out a better way to do this. But since we're back, I want to show you something. Uh, the newest addition to the family.
0: Oh, what, what
1: do
0: we got? <laughs> what is that? A SIG?
1: uh no it's an mmp
0: oh smith and weston mmp
1: yep it's the new one the shield nine plus it's pretty small but it's got 13 plus one so you know and it's not it's pretty flush. like it doesn't it doesn't stick out that much so for my everyday carry this is this is what it does i like it man good yeah. What kind of
0: holster is that? What's
1: What's the brand? It's uh, it's an off brand from uh, Amazon. CYA. Okay. It was. It's supposed to be like I don't know. It. There's a. What is it called? There's a. Is it inside
0: a, the waistband?
1: Yeah, inside the waistband. There's a brand by um, veterans. I can't remember the name of it. It's like Brothers or something. And. We the people. Yeah, that one. We the people. That's. I was close. Yeah. And this was the cheapest thing that was just like it <laughs> that I could find because I was I was okay. going to order from them but they're a little expensive and I was like uh.
0: you didn't want you didn't want to give money to support veterans I understand yeah.
1: no I give enough that's what what do you think what taxes go to that's all my oh. tax money goes <laughs> so I'm,
0: I like I use I use a brand called Tolster it's T-U-L T-U-L S-T-E-R and I'm a big fan of their, of their their holsters huh You have it on you? Do you wanna see it? Yeah. You have to give me you have to give me like a minute.
1: All right. You don't have headphones with the microphone? What do you mean? Like their headphones with the microphone? No, oh, I mean, I, I probably do, but yeah, next time, why it's because the audio would be better. Let's see it,
0: okay? Sorry, Jesus, this is my first podcast.
1: That's <laughs> why yeah, so I said next time. Oh, so yeah,
0: it's, I mean, it's just a normal deal, but
1: composite, you can, adjust,
0: you can adjust the
1: yeah, this the thing angle. moves
0: around, yeah, you can adjust the ride, can't. Or whatever whatever, uh, but I carry a, a Glock 43X. What?
1: Not surprised. What, why? <laughs> Everyone carries the Glock, but you got the That's 43? It. That's ah. there's a good reason. Yeah.
0: Ah. I put talon grips on the handle okay. and a, a glow cap sights, yeah. tritium front sight, and cool. uh, that's it. Oh, in a in a streamlight underneath. That's, that
1: that that was uh that came with a gun though, right? Or did you attach that? What well, did? This the light. No, it did not. Oh, okay, that was yours. I got this. This is a streamlight. This is the uh, first not full size Glock that I've seen someone have.
0: This is a subcompact. Yeah. So it's ten plus one, and I love it. Um, it was perfect without the light. Now with the light, I I can I notice when I'm wearing it. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but yeah, I'd rather have I'd rather have the light on it than do, not.
1: Where do, do you do appendix carry? No, I'm too fat. <laughs> oh, are you in the? Are you saying our military's fat? Because then I got Why? less to worry about, huh?
0: Why? No one in the military appendix carries when they're you on guys duty. To,
1: well, uh, yeah, but you're not on duty anymore.
0: Okay, I think appendix carry is for skinny people. Uh, I side carry because I have a beer belly. Okay. Or a beer tank, as I like to call
1: it. Um, Apparently, appendix, pen- <laughs> appendix carry is uh, faster and just better overall. Well,
0: I beg to differ, and I would go toe-to-toe with somebody that we appendix to, carries. We should
1: go toe-to-toe next time you're in Texas. Yeah. We'll we'll see, we'll see who has a faster draw. I do Um, a
0: lot of, I I practice a lot with this thing. I think, I think it doesn't matter how you carry or what you carry. I think the only thing that is important is how much you fucking train.
1: Well, that too. But I mean like, okay, scenario now, since it doesn't matter how you carry, you have your gun in your backpack, but you have your magazine in the front pocket. And then someone why comes the at fuck,
0: okay. <laughs> Why the fuck would I have my gun in my back?
1: Because you're some kind of idiot that thinks it doesn't no, matter what you carry.
0: And I will never let my wife carry her gun in her purse. There's yeah. just, that's, no, that's, 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 that's one o. Oh, uh, this is carrying a weapon. One Oh one.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Have you seen the purses that have the holsters in them? Yes. Yeah. I don't know why, why you think it's that's ridiculous. a good idea.
0: It's ridiculous. Listen, okay. if there's anybody out there listening to this, if you're going to carry a weapon, carry it on your person. Don't leave it in your car. Don't carry it in a purse or a backpack. Yeah. Because I'll come by, I'll find you and I'll take your backpack. <laughs> and,
1: and Then what are you going to do? Yeah. And then uh a lot of some people apparently there's this debate that they shouldn't carry with one in the chamber. That is a debate. Why? Uh, What's the point of having it if it's not loaded? You just have it I a hammer. Know. I don't know. When I very first started concealed
0: carrying, I knew, or carrying period, I knew that it was smart or it was better to have one in the chamber, but with a Glock that doesn't have a safety, the trigger is the safety. And I had a newborn. It took me, I had to get used to it. So I carried, what I did was when I first bought it, I carried in the house I had my holster my inside the waistband holster I carried it in the house and I left one out of the chamber condition whatever one or whatever you want to call it I didn't have one in the chamber uh but I wanted to get used to it and I wanted yeah. to get a feel for it and eventually I got more comfortable with it the more comfortable I got and I started to putting one in the chamber and now I feel comfortable but I do not think that if you're if you're concealed carrying in the public and you're trained and you're licensed or whatever, you're legally carrying, concealing. I think that it is wise to have one inside the chamber.
1: Yeah, though I think the only place I don't have one in the chamber is when I'm at my house here. Yeah, uh, but magazine's in. I just have to you know pull back the action. But um, that's because I'm at my also house. if I
0: also if I have one in the chamber, I can have more rounds. I have one more round.
1: Yeah, that's true, especially with the tiny eleven round magazine. Yeah, I have eleven instead of
0: instead of ten. So yeah. But the only reason the only reason I'm pulling this gun out of the holster if I'm in public is to fucking open somebody's chest cavity. Yeah. And if that needs to happen, I'm not fucking with with racking it. Right. Like,
1: Right. Everything, every
0: single fucking thing has gone wrong. If it's, if we're at that point, everything has gone wrong and there's not a fucking second to wait. Yeah. And if you're not, if you're not comfortable, if you don't feel like you're disciplined or your holster isn't competent enough to keep the trigger from going, or if you're just not comfortable enough with that, then, then just don't carry a weapon.
1: Right. You're, you're safer not having it at that point what did, mm-hmm. what, did y'all, what handguns did y'all use when you were in the military the army
0: um a sig so oh fuck you are about to make me try to remember <laughs> <But> <laughs> to say, at sorry. first at first it was uh well for a long time it was the uh it was a beretta i think yeah Nine or are those those forty-five, nice? no, they're shitty. Oh yeah, uh, but they just recently got C- a deal with Sig, C- and now they're they're nine mils, and they hold like fifteen. But if you're military police, you can get the mag extenders to put like two more in there. Uh, M seventeen is what it's called, but that's like the that's like the government name. Yeah. I know there's an equivalent. I don't know what the what the civilian. Name for it is, but in the
1: military, it's an M17. Do you have um, fully uh, fully semi-automatic handguns, or are they select fire?
0: No, that's a it's a semi-automatic. Yeah, it's a double-stack nine mil.
1: So um, nine mil or forty-five? What do you prefer?
0: Well, I I've always said that if I was law enforcement, I'd probably carry a forty-five. Yeah. But because I'm a bigger dude and I got cushion for the pushing, uh, I carry this subcompact nine mil because it's easier to conceal and yeah. it's not as it's smaller rounds. And also, if you're, I feel like if you're concealing a weapon, then if you have to if you have to discharge it in a public place, you don't. You, you're taking other people's lives into risk yeah. like you don't
1: you don't want you to don't wanna,
0: yeah so so i just carry i carry 115 grain hollow points because i don't want it to go through anybody um, i don't want it to go through any walls or anything and yeah uh and it's also a smaller round cheaper you know easier to train with i train with 115 grain uh, fmj so it just makes sense that I carry 115, right? You know, because there's a difference in, in how you shoot with with a 115 grain versus a 124 or 160, whatever.
1: Yeah. And
0: to be honest, I don't even own a 45, uh, and I probably never will. I, I'm partial to 357 and 44 Magnum. I love revolvers. Yeah, I have a 357 Magnum uh revolver smith and lesson no it's four and a quarter it's like what patrolmen used to carry back in the day
1: yeah
0: uh four and a quarter inch barrel six shot double action
1: are those fun they look super fun
0: it is it is fun because they shoot 38s too yeah but if i was if i knew i was going to get into a gunfight and i say this all the time if i knew i was getting into a gunfight i would take that that six shot 357 Magnum over my fucking 10 plus one 9 mil, Because it's heavier, the recoil, it doesn't jump as much. I'm a lot more accurate with 357,
1: hmm. and it's
0: a lot bigger fucking round.
1: Yeah. I would imagine, I mean, I think most people that deal with guns know this. Uh, if, you're, if your firearm ejects the round for you, you're more prone to a jam. Well, revolvers don't jam. Like you might, you might might have a dud in there if you're using like hand, like homemade rounds. But that's another
0: reason. If I if I knew, if I knew I was going to be, you know, in a gunfight, I would take 357. But if I was a cop, or if I was some kind of law enforcement or whatever, and I and I just open carried a big ass gun and didn't give a fuck. I would probably carry a forty-five, a Glock.
1: Yeah. Is there a fast way? Is there a fast way of reloading those uh, six shooters? Cause speed it, loaders. Yeah, because that' what that'd be. My concern is, uh, you know,
0: you have you seen a speed loader? Do you know what yeah, that is?
1: Well, they're already set up. Yeah. and Just put it in. Yeah.
0: There's, there's. I mean, it, it. Like I said, it all comes down to how you train.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I wouldn't. If I was on patrol, I wouldn't carry a revolver with speed loaders. I would carry a 45 with magazines, but I do have a I do have a pouch that holds two speed loaders on the belt. You can have two speed loaders on your belt. So that's cool. if if, if that was what I had to work with, then that's what I would train. Yeah, instead of doing mag changes, I would train with the speed
1: loader. It so just comes
0: down to to how you train how you fight.
1: What rifle did you use when you were uh, in the military? M4, Alpha 1. It's just full, an M four. It's a. Those are select fire, right? You can do burst.
0: You can do full auto. You can do full auto. They used to not be full auto, but they used to be semi automatic and three round burst. But now they're fully automatic. Yeah. So you can do so you can do single fire.
1: Oh, or I'll ever practice auto. with a fully automatic, because it seems like no. I don't see why you would do that except for suppression. If you're at the range
0: and there's it's the end of the day and there's ammo that needs to be shot then you they might wait well the what
1: so if you're at the end of the day and there's some rounds you haven't fired you can just go crazy safely yes that's freaking awesome man i'm over well, here trying most, to counting my rounds most,
0: for the most part when you train like Clearing rooms, clearing buildings and stuff. How does that
1: work? How does it is it like in the video games where you're it's like a wooden house and then there's like boards yes. the outlines of humans and you walk in and
0: Yeah, but you have so you don't train with live rounds unless you're in like a special operators group like Green Berets or Rangers or yeah. SEALs or whatever. Basic infantry, which is what I was in, they're called sim rounds. So you take the bolt out of your rifle and you put a different bolt in that is specifically designed for these they're called sim rounds or chalk rounds it's basically like airsoft guns there's no recoil there's no noise but it shoots it shoots a bullet that has a piece of chalk at the tip yeah and you shoot those you go through and clear the buildings and do your um, drills
1: i didn't you know i didn't know sim rounds required you to change the bolt out Can you mm-hmm. can shoot someone with those safely right it'll just hurt like a paintball gun
0: yeah, I've been shot by them. I did a, I did a training mission with the uh, 75th Ranger Battalion uh, in Fort Lewis where we were the opposing force. They were getting ready to, to deploy to Syria, and they needed to train. So we actually went to a, an abandoned prison uh, on an island in the Puget Sound, and they got dropped in. We were holed up in the prison with our – sim rounds and whatever civilian clothes and all the stuff and we had face masks to protect our faces and stuff and and they just came through there was no power in the building
1: Dude, it was abandoned that sounds amazing yeah it was like a blast it'd
0: be, it'd be like it was like three in the morning and you're just hiding behind a table and you just hear you just was hear them land no for us it was easy because all we had to do you'd be behind a table or something with your barrel poking out. Yeah. And as soon as all you see is the foot, you hear them stacking on the door. They're stacking up to come in. And then you just see the green, the green from their nods. They come in and you just open fire on them and they start shooting you and you can feel it and you can either go down or you can keep shooting them. But if you keep shooting them, you'll feel them start to come up to your face and then they'll shoot you <laughs> the face with those chalk rounds
1: oh that's funny that's cool did you were you able to take any of them out i don't know dude i couldn't see shit they could oh, see yeah? i couldn't see oh, i just sprayed there was no there was no light right yeah. you said yeah
0: we were we were the you we were supposed to be the unconventional force Yeah. like just a dude with a fucking fully automatic weapon yeah.
1: can't see anything. and
0: uh and we're just trying to fuck them up they had no no then. no sense of no sense of like tactical whatever and it was up to them to to react to our unpredictableness yeah. or whatever
1: yeah that sounds pretty cool man yeah. i wonder that's i bet you that would be expensive to try and do with civilians that can't be cheap
0: it is that's one thing hold
1: on sorry Drinking your whiskey. Oh, my throat's getting dry. Uh
0: that's one thing that I got out of the army was training that cost civilians a lot of money. Like I've done a lot of a lot of stress shoots where you are physically smoked. You know, you have to run and jump and crawl and do push-ups and do whatever exercises for X amount of time. And then you are given a weapon and have to shoot the target. Um, as well as like walking and shooting, turning and shooting, you know, walking away and turning around and shooting uh like John Wick. Yeah, all well, not that fucking there was no <laughs> jujitsu
1: jitsu No, but have you seen well, I, his training videos where he does his no, firearm I have, training? I have not. It's like uh uh there's a there's a I think word if I watched
0: it, it, I would probably I would probably get turned off because watch it.
1: it's freaking amazing like i i thought those shootings that he did the like the shots that he did in uh in the movie they look cool but the, it kind of looks like he knew what he was doing like his his finger wasn't in was it on the trigger unless he was gonna fire stuff like that mm-hmm. and then you see him uh the way he reloads too it's like it's not really movie like it's like how you would reload but then you see him in this training you're like oh okay now it makes more sense like this guy actually knew what he was doing
0: yeah, the mag changes or it's a that's a real thing that you train. If you want to flip your fucking flip your rifle and flip your mag out, like I mean it's not necessary, but do you y'all, can do it. Do
1: y'all do that and then put the duct tape or the rubber bands on there? I don't know what you're talking about. I've never done anything like that. In the video games, don't they have the two mags and then they have them like duct taped? Oh no, nobody does that. How did y'all but uh, then I mean, what do you mean you flip it over and then you like if you want to eject it to eject the magazine, you can
0: flip your flip your rifle. You press the mag release, flip your rifle so the mag like
1: Oh, okay, out yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead
0: of just dropping it, but it's I think it's more efficient just to <laughs> drop that motherfucker yeah. and put another one in.
1: I would imagine. But man, how many round? How many rounds do you think you fired in your career? I don't know. A lot close to a million probably. Yeah. I just want to know my money's being well spent when I, it send, is. Off that. <laughs> when I send all those checks to the US government. Oh man. Yeah. What uh what rounds do the M4s have? What size? Five five
0: six.
1: Yeah. Is that is that like standard military throughout?
0: Yeah. Oh. For the M4. All and all then forces. you have a and then you have a, a two four nine which is a saw and that's a fully automatic machine gun. That shoots 556 five, that can be belt fed. So it's just like an M4, but it's belt fed. You get to shoot uh that? yeah. You get trained on that. You get uh, the 240 Bravo is a fully automatic machine gun that shoots 762. Uh that's like an area target weapon. Um yeah. and then after that is the uh yeah, the 50 cal, the mark
1: 19, that's a fully automatic grenade launcher. Dang. You got to you got to fire all those? Yeah. Which one was the most fun? 240. Why? Uh that's the grenade launcher.
0: No, the 240 is the fully automatic 762. okay. It's just uh it's just a fucking beast. life destroyer, man. It's yeah, it's a beast. It's big, it's heavy, it's it's just powerful. Is and, it on, and like I said, it's an area target weapon. So if you're you know however far away i'm not I'm not aiming to fuck you up. I'm aiming to fuck everything in your general vicinity up
1: yeah mounted right, like I'm a guessing. spray.
0: it can be, but it's but it's it's a it's a cruiser of weapon. it can be dismounted so as a mortar, you work in correlation with the weapon squad, which a weapon squad in in an infantry company is basically like five. 240s on a line Yeah. so you have like five crews or four or five crews of 240s so imagine four or five of those mm. just laying hate on one on one area and you're right next to them shooting fucking mortars
1: yeah D- does uh does the u.s army have anything that general people don't know about Cause like mm-hmm. there's, a, so we recently nothing, pe-
0: nothing like everything they have is pretty much, I'm pretty sure I don't play call of duty, but I'm pretty sure it's all in call yeah. of
1: duty. Um, yeah, I guess like if it's bigger stuff, I don't think it would be, it would probably be under someone else's thing. Cause like, have you heard of, uh, Russia's Poseidon missile? I have not. So it's this crazy, awesome nuclear missile, take it on a submarine and you can either drop it somewhere. Or, or let it go, but it'll basically cruise at like, I think it's one mile an hour. It'll just go really slow towards the shoreline. Once it gets close enough to a short wave radar, it'll go really fast and then detonate underwater. And it's a nuclear missile. It's like, it's, I think it's the biggest one like ever, probably. And it, what it does is it shoots up this huge tsunami wave that would wipe out, it would be as tall as the Empire State Building, if not taller.
0: I'm not sure, but I do want to say that if there is a nuclear war with Russia, then we're all going to fucking die.
1: <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I, I do think so. You think that, be terrible? a lot of our nukes don't work. I imagine that goes for them as well. How do you know they don't work? Because they're super old, man. They're ancient. I don't know, man. I There's only one way of knowing whether or not they work, and that's to press that button. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, then we, we no... should
0: sneak in and press it.
1: Yeah, let's just test it out. See yeah. if it works. Would it be? I don't think. Would it be easy to sneak in?
0: I have no idea. Probably
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine not.
0: I do know that the government and all of their high up people have bunkers, and we, as the Regular Americans do not.
1: Yeah, that's kind of messed up. Um, I think. Russia did you did you see that? Did
0: you see that commercial? That New York,
1: New York City. Yeah, where they're telling you how to prep for a for a nuclear missile. Yeah, it's such fucking bullshit, dude. Like, why is that? What do you mean? Why
0: is that? They're like, go go to the center of the room and wait for the government to oh, what- to reach out to you. Like, dude, if there's a fucking nuclear missile <laughs> that hits us, there's not gonna be any fucking television or radio. It's gonna be the walking dead out here.
1: Yeah. Um And I'll be
0: out here with my 44 magnum just fucking,
1: if you're in New York City, you're screwed, man. I don't I don't see why they wouldn't hit like a-, a That's why I'm happy to be in area. Colorado,
0: dude. I'm yeah. I have I have every single direction that I can go, and I can also go up. Into the mountains,
1: yeah. So, a lot of animals to hunt too, if if need be.
0: Animals, yeah. Snow, glacier water, or yeah. um, snow melt. I don't know all that shit.
1: Yeah. I don't know a lot
0: about. I don't know a lot about hunting and skinning animals, but I know that I can see very far, and I can have a uh, can an advantage. Far? Can I shoot far? Yeah. Like you a good.
1: Did I'm not that? like a
0: sniper. No, I didn't do any sniper training. What was the farthest that you guys had to fire? Uh, with an M4, the range goes out to 300 meters, I think. Yeah. Which is not not really that hard to hit. You just aim high. Did you use iron sights? You have to qualify with iron sights and with a, with a CCO which is close quarter optic, which is just a red dot. And yeah. and then when you get into an actual unit, you get an ACOG, which is magnified a little bit.
1: Yeah, I've seen those in video games. That's pretty cool. Did uh, You were in um, the rifle team at school, weren't you? Or OCT?
0: No, I was <laughs> freshman year. <laughs> I was in the armed drill team, so I spun the rifle
1: <laughs> oh. Did y'all do any of that? Shooting? Just spinning the rifle.
0: Oh, yeah. I did it all. I was I was. No, did you, did you do that in the military? Oh, no. <laughs> no. You have to be a certain height. You have to be tall. I wasn't tall enough, so I thought about joining the Honor Guard or whatever. Uh, not the Honor Guard. The... Uh, I don't know. Uh, It's in Washington, D.C., but it's like all the ceremonial shit, but you have to be tall enough. You have to be a certain amount of height because they want everybody to be the same height. So it's like, so the lines look even and shit. And I wasn't tall enough. Dang. Basically, I have to be a Ken doll.
1: How come you didn't have, how come you didn't do any of like that crazier stuff like uh, Rangers or anything like that? I was too slow. Oh, is that is that what it is? So the
0: So when you when you go through your basic training, they evaluate your your PT scores. Yeah. And you have to score a certain amount on push-ups, sit-ups, and your runtime. And if you get really good scores, then they'll send you to
1: be to a cool. ranger. Yeah. And I just wasn't
0: I wasn't fast enough.
1: And you can't qualify after?
0: You can, but by the time I had really done a lot of training, I think I realized uh it just would have been a shitty life <laughs> i just didn't want to do it
1: oh yeah it's because it seems fun like in the movies and documentaries it seems, and stuff. It
0: seems fun but the training to get there is very very difficult oh yeah and you really have to be You have to like, want it. you have to you yeah you basically have to just be dead for six months yeah to get through the to get through all the training
1: yeah i would imagine it's not easy are they as I good as as it seems on tv Uh yes. The like the Master Chief of the Military?
0: Who's the Master Chief of the Military?
1: Did you ever play Halo? No, I did not. (laughs) They're like the John Wicks of the military.
0: You talking about like the special ops dudes?
1: Yeah, like the Ranger special ops.
0: I think they're I think they're just as good as they are displayed on television.
1: Yeah. Dang. Um did you get hand to hand combat training? Mm-hmm. How good are you? How proficient are you with that?
0: Not proficient. I mean, oh. it's on levels level one, combatives, level two, combatives, level three, level four. In the army, it's called combatives. And I got level one, which is basically just defending yourself until your buddy can come and shoot the guy in the face.
1: Okay. So no grappling stuff like that. Just trying to.
0: Yeah, there was grappling. But it's like, it's like grappling. In your gear, in your full gear, it's not oh, like oh
1: man, that can't be easy.
0: Yeah, it's so it's really just it's called achieving the clinch. So it's like if you were trying to attack me and I just clinched you basically and kept you like bear hug or whatever, kept yeah. you in a still position, kept, basically kept you from killing me until my buddy could come in. And next stab time I you. see you,
1: next time I see you, we should roll.
0: Okay like roll in
1: ecstasy? <laughs> no. No. Uh, roll on the ro- ground. Yeah. I did Naked. uh present jiu-jitsu for a while.
0: I well, then you would probably beat me. Yeah? That's why I carry a fucking ball. because <laughs> I'm not fighting.
1: <laughs> yeah. It comes down to it. I'm, not either. I'm gonna shoot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not either. But man. I but
0: I worked I worked with a lot of guys that did BJJ and a lot of yeah. guys that rolled took that took that very seriously and they were very good and yeah, I definitely I know me and my wife want to get into something like that with our daughter, like as a family. Yeah. So I'm, I want to, I want to do Krav Maga with her, no. with my daughter.
1: No, no. Do percentage of Jiu Jitsu instead. Something that's useful.
0: Yeah. Well, oh. Krav Maga is supposed to be pretty good it's for not. self-defense.
1: Well, self-defense isn't real. Like, like you have a handgun for self-defense. It's not yeah. going to block anything. You're there to take the other guy out before he takes you out. My daughter can't carry a gun when she's 16. Well, no, but Krav Maga is that it's not, it's not even like when someone says it's a self-defense martial arts training, that's not a thing. The the whole point of martial arts is to take the opponent out before he takes you out. Right. If you're just practicing how to not get hit, you're going to get hit anyway. So I might as well do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or Muay Thai, where you're not just on the defense, but you're also doing offense.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of, I think a couple of my friends have said BJJ is the is the best thing to start a kid at as well. So yeah. I don't know. I know we want to do some sort of physical contact, self defense thing or fighting thing, like as a family.
1: But yeah,
0: I see our our time is, is about to run out. Yeah. So, and I got to go pick up the kid.
1: Yeah, man. Well, you got any final words before you head out? Uh, no. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm glad you gave it some thought. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Uh, you can reach out at uh, what's wrong with Nick at gmail.com yeah, yeah let's great.
0: next time we do this let's have trevor as well
1: yeah next time we'll, we'll have three people on here we'll, be we'll on. have a
0: we'll have a good old-fashioned
1: reunion yeah a reunion. <laughs> all right later guys end of transmission good night.